Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On some ways, it all begins today. Paul Skeens with the big league club or a quasi-big league club today. I don't know who exactly is in the lineup, that type of thing. But, Paul, this feels big for a spring training game because Skeens is going to have a limited number of starts, obviously. And if he's incredible, like if he's just blowing people away, everyone's going to want him to start with the Pirates. Should he if he's great in spring training? I don't think he will. Um should he? Yes. But he won't. <laughs> we know that. In, fa- in fact, I had this discussion. You know, uh, do you do, you do a, a weekly uh, YouTube uh, for the Post-Gazette? No. Uh, well, we, we have the YouTube channel. Anyway, I did. I do it every week. And I was with uh, Adam Bittner yesterday. And he asked the same exact thing. The thing about the, pi- the best case scenario for the Pirates to me is that Ronzi Contreras becomes a good pitcher. Again, and he's your fifth starter, right? And the other four are all pretty good. So there's no pressure to bring Skeens up until June or July when they want to. The worst case scenario is, uh, what's his name? Marco Gonzalez is cooked. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, Same with Perez. Luis Ortiz, I think he's going to be okay, but whatever. And then... Uh, Contreras doesn't get it done, and then you got to go to a guy like Priester, who I'm just not really sold on. So now all of a sudden you're three weeks into the season, and people are going to start, especially if Skeens is at, you know up in Altoona racking guys up. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, well, this guy needs to be here. So to me, this is a year they have they they have to have pressure on them to win. You know the the, the rebuild thing is over now. Okay, I'm not saying you're going to go win the World Series. I don't even know if you necessarily have to make the playoffs. But you better be in September playing meaningful games with this group. And so and, and so my point is, Joe, they need to bring – what I think they have, what, 27 men roster now? I think they have a couple of extra pitchers or something. They, whatever it is, 26, 27, whatever it is, the best 26 or 27 in the organization need to come up. If it were me, and Skeen shows that he can handle himself – I might start him out like they did with David Price. In the bullpen. Start him in the bullpen. 
get him used to pitching against Major League, and then you start building him up. And then at the trade deadline, if Perez or Marco Gonzalez or whatever his name is, if one of those guys is reasonably good, you know, you trade him and you put Skeens into your rotation for the second half of the season. That's the kind of thing that I could go, I could, I could be okay with. But it's really going to come down to does the pitching staff, one through five, give them an opportunity every night to win? Because if they don't, people are going to go crazy for Skeens, especially like I said, if he's in Altoona, you know, striking guys out. Well, they're going to be ticked if this guy is great in spring training starting today. He doesn't come north in the first place because nobody cares about 2032 if they have the extra year of control. You know what I mean? They care about now. When is now? Now is now. That's what I said. This year has to be a year where it's all about winning now. And here's the other thing, Joe. This is what makes this Skeens thing a little different, okay? Usually in baseball with the draft – most of these guys, let's face it, like how how many games or how many times did you see Nick Gonzalez play before they drafted him? I don't know that I watched a single game. Where, 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 where is he from, New Mexico or whatever? A lot of times, the guy that's drafted, you might have seen highlights of. You might have seen a little, right? But we watched Paul Skeens all last year in the SEC tournament, in the NCAA tournament, in the College World Series. I saw the guy pitch probably what? eight times, nine times. So it's almost like it's got that feel of like an NFL draft where this is a guy that we've watched play. We know he's old enough. He's got incredible stuff. He throws at 103. Okay, why is he not just like, you know, okay, we just drafted this dynamic running back. Why is he not the starting running back? Or well, we just drafted this dynamic quarterback. He should be the guy, right? That's the feel that you have, which you almost never have in baseball. That's the pressure the Pirates have is that all of us, and not just us here, I'm talking about fans, people that follow baseball, we all watch this Paul Yeah, that's a good point. You know, we're all familiar with him. And so his name is familiar. He's got sort of, I mean, let's face it, he's got sort of a legendary thing going on with who does he date? He dates somebody, some famous. Olivia Dunn. Yeah, you know Olivia what I mean? Dunn, is that he, her name? He's got... He's got that larger-than-life persona because he, you know, he he's got superhuman. That was only after she broke up with City Limits, by right, the way. Right, right. But I'm, right. Uh, yeah. But what I'm saying is, he's got that larger-than-life persona because he throws it 103. Is a power arm. All the stuff. That's why there's going to be enormous pressure on the Pirates to get this guy up here. If he starts out good, if he if he is in spring training, he's good. He's good in Altoona, and if the Pirates don't figure out. Spots four and five, really, in the rotation. I mean, I guess Ortiz is going to be four, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If you look at it, they if their rotation starts out bad, this you we're going to take. Well, you if you and I are doing this in like two months, we'll be sitting there. Well, hey, it's the uh, whatever you know, Joe Joe show. Uh, we'll give out the numbers. What do you think of the Pirates? We'll have people call for four hours screaming about how they're not bringing up Paul Skeens, Jim Bowden. In The Athletic, a couple, well, it's probably a month ago now, um, wrote that he thinks he'll be up as soon as September. He's saying he hears the the Pirates are going to take it slow with Skeens, and he's well, like, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him as early as September. As early? No. Let's get this guy going. He's the next Strasburg, right? He's the best prospect since Strasburg, and Strasburg was up by May or June, and so was Garrett Cole. Best in over a decade. Well, I'll say this. People need to to, to, to temper some, this from this standpoint. 
there's no question he's going to be on a pitch on a, on an innings count. So so it, it, in my mind, which is why you know I'm I'm okay if they wait you know a couple of months. To but aren't him. you wasting innings in Indy or Altoona or wherever it's going to be? You're I wasting going, innings think, if he's on an inning. I count. I think he's going to be on an innings count. Period. Now let's see if he can. If he struggles, then we're having a whole different right, conversation. Absolutely. Here. But my point is, I, what I think people need to understand is there's going to be a, a, a definitive. You know, sort of pitch count, innings count with this guy. They're not gonna. They're not going to throw. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay. I mean, there's some people that think, okay, he dominates spring training. They put him up there, and he's going to put up 200 innings. That ain't happening. You know, so I. That's why I don't mind if it takes two months or three months or whatever in June and July. They bring him up, especially if the if the current pitching staff can maintain and keep them in the in the playoff race. Then you bring him up. Then you know what? We 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 you can avoid if you do that. This nonsense where it's September 5th and he's got, you know, a one-hitter going in a, in a big game and the Pirates are winning 2 nothing, and they have to take him out because of innings. You know, you can avoid that. I'd much rather him be able to, hey, we're going we're gonna to let him pitch. Now that he's here, we feel like we've protected his arm enough for this season, you know, and, and I mean, Altoona, he'll pitch two innings, three innings. You know, he's not going to pitch – Long into games, and you know, and they're gonna they're gonna do everything in their power to do that. I get all that. So, my thing is though, boy Joe, if he's good and the pitching staff struggles because of all the things that we've just talked about, there will be mutiny. Yeah. Now imagine he's great in spring training. Hank Davis hits the cover off the ball, but struggles catching, and they both go down. The two number one overall picks. What they need, what they need is for this guy to become a legit. Ace. Like, I don't buy that Mitch Keller is an ace. He's a number one starter. He is. He had 200 strikeouts. But the Pirates haven't had a real ace since Garrett Cole. Right. And that was really only for one year. We all know what an ace looks like. It looks like 19-8 uh, and eight with a 2-6 ERA and 200 strikeouts. Yeah. Keller did the 200 strikeout part. Garrett Cole was an ace that year I, that's what they need this right, guy i would to be. say i would say i would say that um it, mitch keller is probably a two worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Low one. You yeah. know, you know he's, and, and, and that's like okay. That. I mean, here's the thing. If you have a couple of guys that are good and, and can eat innings, that's good. But you, you would love to have – I mean, A.J. Burnett was an ace his year. You know, I, I mean, he, he was the guy that would, you know, really – I don't know what his numbers were, but he was a yeah. guy that came in and really changed that, that team. He did completely in more ways than one. I mean, you know, uh, they need they and, and need that, and, an ace, and, an, a year in, year out guy. Right, and that was what was so wrong about the Chris Archer trade. It's not what the Pirates gave up. It's that people around baseball, Chris Archer, his reputation was as sort of a goofball that really wasn't in love with the process of becoming a great pitcher. That all the makings of a great pitcher, that was the kind of guy that gets a coach fired, you know. And and, and you, I'm sure you've heard that expression before. The kind of guy who everybody looks at and says, "Man, I can turn that guy into something special." Man, I can turn that guy into something special. But that's not the kind of guy you give up what the Pirates gave up for him. That was the problem. I, I didn't have a you know. What I mean, we we want them to. Every so often, if they have to, give up some prospects or give up some good players. If you're going to get a good player, you've got to give up good players. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with what they gave up. I, I had a problem with who they gave it up for. And that's not hindsight, by the way, Joe. I, I talked a lot about that when that happened. Because people around baseball said, this guy, nobody around baseball thinks this guy is serious about being a great player. Well, hopefully, Mitch Keller has another step in him because I still think he could be that guy for a stretch and a pretty long stretch last year. He was that guy, like a like a legit ace. His problem was the blow up start. He had games last year, eight earn. He allowed eight earn runs in three different starts. Just take away those, and his ERA drops into like the mid threes. Like those were three disaster blow up starts, and two others where he allowed six earn runs. So that's 8, 16, 24, 30, 36 runs in five starts. You can't have – everybody blows up once in a while. You can't have that many disastrous starts. And that's what really kept him from being a legit, like, guy, like like mid to high number one. I still think that might be in him, though, Paul. I really do. Well, what is I he? Do, he's I still do. only 27. He's young. I, I agree that he's got some really good things that he can, you know, I, I think he does. When he, obviously, when he's controlling, you can say this about every pitcher, but when he's controlling his pitches, he's really good. His problem is when he starts to, he had a little bit of a Charlie Morton-like thing in him where when he started to lose control a little bit, he melted down. And that's where it was always a problem. You know what I mean? He he had a hard time getting away from the disaster inning. And that, that you know, if he can, if he can get, Better at cleaning up those innings where, okay, now, he, you know, and, and it can be as simple as Joe. I mean, I, I watched the game last year. It can be as simple as he threw a couple pitches on the edge that he didn't get the call on, and you could see it bothered him. And and then the next thing you know, he walks two guys and gives up a, you know, seeing eye single or something, and all of a sudden now it's a, a two- or three-run inning, and you're like, well, that, that's not how it's – you have to be able to fight through that. But – so hopefully, again, another year. Now, now he's obviously got a contract in hand. You know, maybe maybe those blow up innings don't happen, and and he puts up big numbers and can be that guy. Well, we're going to be riveted to Skeens today for sure. With with every pitch, I'm going to be following it right here on 
on this computer sitting right in front of me. It just, it feels big, doesn't it? For some reason, it's just, well, for obvious reasons, it just feels like, like maybe the first step in what could be an incredible career, but it's also, it's also something that if he's great today, then, yeah. then the voices get a little louder. He's great in start number two, louder, louder, louder. People are going to be ticked if this guy blows the competition away and he's not in Pittsburgh to start the year. And I think rightfully. Well, I think that if he's great today, forget about it, it's going to get a little louder. <laughs> it's going to be full-on amplified where people are going to lose their minds. I mean, here's the thing. What do you think he's going to throw today? Two innings? Two, maybe three innings at the most? Yeah. Let's say he throws three innings. It's probably going to be two, but let's say he throws three innings and strikes out seven. <laughs> like, people will lose their minds. They're going to be like, what? Well, he's the best pitcher. They- he might be the best pitcher they've ever-, they've, ever- they've ever had. But again, I would tell people, temper it a little bit. Because he's going to be on a pitch count and an inning count all year long. So th- that's going to dictate a lot of their decision-making. You don't have to like it. It's just sort of – it's kind of the way baseball is now, you know, with especially with a, with a, with a pitcher that's a power-arm pitcher like that. They're going to be cautious with him. Jackson Holiday for the Orioles, a number, another number one overall pick in this game. Baseball America just tweeted out, it's happening. Jackson Holiday versus Paul Skeen's number one pick versus number one pick. Here's the lineup today. O'Neill Cruz leading off. Sawinski, Hayes, Rowdy Tellez, Hank Davis, Olivares in right field, Peguero as your DH, and Kanan Smith in Jigba at, uh, where's he playing? Left field and Nick Gonzalez at second. So obviously no Reynolds. Do you like Cruz? But but you might see the shell of what their opening day lineup is there. Do you like Cruz as your leadoff guy to open the season? I do. It's the way that people. It's the way baseball is being played nowadays, where you want your best hitter to be you know first or second, so they get the maximum amount of at bats. Um, even though the first time up, they're probably going to get up with nobody on base. I personally would like to see him hit through third. Who do you want leading off? Okay, so let's – I mean, let's go through who, who's going to be in the lineup. To, not to, not today, but who's typically going to be in the lineup? Well, Cruz, Hayes, I would have, Sawinski, Reynolds, Tellez. I think I would have Reynolds bad second. I'm thinking, who told us last week that Triolo's – Mackey. He thinks Triolo's going to be their second baseman a lot. First of all, this. Hank Davis better be in your top five hitters, and he better be good. He, I would bat him fifth. I might bat Sawinski fourth, actually. He strikes out too much for me still. I mean, the one thing I don't want is him batting behind Cruz. Why would you bat Sawinski well, actually, second? No, actually, no. I'm sorry. I would bat I would bat Sawinski sixth. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, I would bat him sixth. And I would bat, I forgot about Cabrian Hayes. Mm-hmm. He might lead off with Cabrian Hayes. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I just like, go, Cruz, I like Cruz. Yeah, I would go Hayes, Reynolds, Cruz. Yeah. Because... Theoretically, you're probably going to get almost as I mean, you're talking about maybe, what, eight to ten at-bats for the entire season, batting third versus batting second. I mean, can't But batting first on a given day, you might get that extra at-bat. I get it. I want as many for Cruz as possible. Okay, well, then, you want, him ba- steals then bases. you want him batting first. Yeah. I'm saying I want, and then him, Hayes. I want him hitting home runs with guys on base. 
Well, hopefully the bottom of your order will give you some some punch this year. Right. But I under, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying it, I would be willing to bet if you took it. I, I, we'll look it up in the, in, the, in, the, in, in between here. I'd be willing to bet the difference between the first hitter and the third hitter over 162 games. I mean, how many at-bats can that be? I don't know. Let's ask John Perotto coming I mean, we'll, up next, we'll figure that we? out. Yeah, but I'm just I saying. I don't want Sawinski high in my lineup. I would have I don't. I'd he have strikes him, out too much. I would have him sixth, though, because at the end of the day, if if you have him sixth and you have Davis fifth, right? Or, yeah, Davis fourth. So who do you have batting fourth? Here's the other thing. I'd love to see Cruz come up with and hit homers with people on base. This team has to get leads. It has to have it, some big first where do, innings. Where do you bet? Where do you bet? Andrew They're built Ma- around a bullpen. Where do They're you starters. Bat McCutcheon? Ninth, eighth, mm. ninth, seven, eight, or nine. Right. Although he does have a high. He, one thing he does is deliver a professional at bat. Right. So my thing is, if you want to go with your crews at batting first, you want someone like McCutcheon at the end of the order. Is what I'm saying. I like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to do that. So, to me, okay, let's say they're facing a righty. Yeah. That makes it a little easier. Now you have Telez in your lineup. Where's he at? To your cleanup? My lineup is Cruz batting first, Hayes batting second, Reynolds batting third. I really hope Hank Davis batting fourth. Hmm. Maybe Tellez, I guess, yeah, hopefully he rebounds. Maybe him fifth, Sawinski sixth, right. and, and, and then and then Triolo, McCutcheon, and who am I missing? Who am I, and then whoever's playing, whoever's playing right field, which is a problem right now, although I like Palacios. I do. Yes. There's something about that guy. Yeah, Palacios. So let's, say, let's put him in. If Tellez, if you get 2022 Tellez, 35 home runs, yeah, I'll take right. 27, but yeah. 306. I'll take 294, but yeah. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.